0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about not misusing your imagination. So our imagination, we want to be careful because people with anxiety and panic or people who are highly stressed often have a very vivid imagination. And it's not always used in a creative way that is helpful. So I have a nice quote here I like from Steve Chandler and. He's a a coach and he says, worry is a misuse of the imagination. And I like that because there's nothing wrong with having an imagination, especially if you have a big imagination. It can be so creative. It makes the world so interesting. But you want to not misuse this imagination. So is your imagination feeding your anxiety? Is your imagination causing you to have more of those fearful thoughts, causing you to attach to those fearful thoughts. So let's look at some of the things that come up when we talk about stress and anxiety and worry. Worry is actually a tool for survival. There is nothing wrong with being concerned, being worried, being anxious. Those are human things that happen. But The reason that we are different than the rest of the animal kingdom here is that we do use worry as a survival mechanism. When you think about it, we don't run like other forms on life. Like there are certain things we cannot run away from. We can't swim away from things like a shark, right? And we don't fly unless we're in a plane. And other forms of life on earth can do these things like with ease, right? Many things rely on their ability to run or swim or fly. It's survival or plants that have, they have toxins in them to keep other bugs or birds or whatever from eating them. It's really interesting. We all have different things for survival and for humans, worry is one of them. It's okay. It's part of who we are. To be anxious, to be worried about walking too close to the edge of a cliff is natural. Another thing that we have is imagination. This is key and it is something that separates us from other forms of life on earth. It's very interesting that this is a big piece of us that is so different. Our dogs don't have imaginations What is, is. This is why it's so lovely to be with your dog. (laughs) He is not imagining that you are thinking that he is this or that. Like, this is what humans do. Like, we get with somebody and we're like, what are they? We think we know what they're thinking. It's really funny. This is the imagination at work and it separates us from other forms of life on earth. Imagination is also a powerful force that we don't give enough attention to and how to use it. No one taught us how to use our imaginations and they can be used for good or ill. And often I find that people with high levels of anxiety have incredibly vivid and wild imaginations. And they know it too. And it's kind of something that in one-on-one sessions, we will have a good time talking about and chuckling about even, because they can see the humor in it when they're talking with me about it. But when you are alone with your imagination, it can actually be quite frightening. But we can learn to use our imagination to our benefit instead of, as Steve Chandler said, worry is a misuse of the imagination. We don't want to have it go to worry on a regular basis. Like I said, to be worried and anxious about being too close to the edge of a cliff is a good thing. And we all know the difference between that and the what if. It's very different. And the more you can learn to tease those out, the more you can be able to actually discriminate between healthy worry and anxiety. I wouldn't say that anxiety is healthy. I guess I would say to feel anxious is a human trait. But anxiety, no. That feels chronic to me. That's the way I use these terms. So anxiety, no. To feel an anxious feeling, that's okay. It should come. We deal with it. We figure it out. And we let it go. Now, we also have worry, right? So worry is a function of the imagination. Without imagination, you wouldn't worry. Isn't that interesting? Let's think about that now because worry is where? worry's in the future. Worry is not here right now. So you have to imagine that something is going to happen or you would not worry. Worry, it has been said, I think it is Martin Roseman, that's a physician, that said that's what a lobotomy and medication will do, is to take out the function of that imagination and worry. With the imagination gone or greatly subdued, such as with large quantities of alcohol or drugs, you would not worry. You wouldn't do much either. You wouldn't be very conscious. So the lower you go in consciousness, the less you w- might worry, but you also would not be a fully human, right? We are conscious and we need to use that to the best of our ability. And that might mean controlling or dealing with our imaginations because we don't want to be without imagination, but we don't want it to take us down either. Because imagination is where creativity begins. So you're in control of this functioning in your life. Whether you like it or not, you're in control over the worry, the imagination. It's just that we've been letting it run wild for so long, We think we are victims and this is our mind or our brain is doing this to us, but we can take the reins. It doesn't have to run wild. We are in control of it, but that takes work and it takes responsibility. And so we can do this though. That is the good news. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? Code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So sometimes we try to go backwards for relief, right? Because you're just so stressed from feeling so much and having the imagination take you to places you didn't even know you could think about. And we look for relief by making ourselves unconscious. But that is really not useful. What happens if we over drink or we over medicate, overeat or undereat? Undereating is a way to go unconscious, also. All of these things in the hopes that it'll give us some relief, which it does for the moment. But there again, when we relax or come conscious once again, it's all right there where we left it. Nothing has been solved and nothing has changed. Now let's get back to our imagination and if it is feeding our anxiety. I hope you're looking at this in your own mind. Like I have a pretty good imagination myself and it's not always grounded in what is actually happening. So, but that is the beauty of it. That's why there are so many fabulous books and poetry and artwork. I mean, really, this is such a, An amazing gift that we have, but like so many other things about our whole being, we need to be consciously aware of how we are using these things. Worry actually prevents us from focusing on what needs to be dealt with. You know, we often think that worry pushes us along and helps us to get things done, or we feel like if we're worrying about something, we're doing something, right? No. Worry prevents us from focusing on what needs to be dealt with. And when we finally quiet the mind, the emotions may begin to bubble up. These are emotions that often may cause anxious feelings. I know. And that's why a lot of people don't want to quiet the mind. But it's important that we do and that we let these things, we let these emotions come up. They can't hurt us. They just want to move through us and get out. So let them come up and let them get out. And so these emotions that cause anxious feelings, they do need to be acknowledged. They need to be felt. And we don't want to do this. We just want to distract or push down or numb ourselves so that we stay distracted with worries often. Repetitive thoughts about the past or the future imaginings. That is a great way to keep things down. Even pain. We often use the distraction, the worries, the repetitive thoughts, and the imaginings, the what-ifs, To keep our pain at bay. It's Dr. Sarno who said it's amazing how a little pain can distract us from our emotions. Often we have pain as a signal for us to be paying attention to something and maybe not that particular thing, but the pain is the cover for the emotion. We're not dealing with the emotions and we're not dealing with things as they come up, and they come out as pain. Yes, it's totally real. That's why you can have these anxious sensations and symptoms. And you can have it in one place one day and somewhere totally different the next. And how many times maybe some of you have had this happen. I have had clients that are in the ER because of like severe pain, many different types of pain. I'm not going to list them here because I don't want to give your imagination any more food for thought. They have pain, pain enough to land them in the ER. They get every test imaginable on earth and there's nothing wrong with them. Or Another thing that happens is they have pain enough to feel scared and call an ambulance. And once they make the call for the ambulance, the pain disappears. We need to pay attention to these things. We need to pay attention to the fact that our mind, our worry, our imagination are playing a part in all of this. And that's good news because that means we can do something about it because we really can take the reins by keeping so many emotions pushed down and in the dark we end up needing more and more worry or more and more distraction to keep the anxiety feelings at bay i wonder if any of you have experienced that where you used to be able to keep certain emotions or feelings or Thoughts, you could keep it all down and with so much distraction. Or if you were worried about something, you didn't feel your pain. Or if you were worried about something, you felt like you were doing something. But over time, it's like a drug. We end up needing more and more of it in order to keep the anxiety at bay. It happens often with the distraction. And there's nothing wrong with using distraction when you need to use it. We all need to do that here and there. But when we rely on it as a crutch in our daily life, we end up needing more distraction because in our mind, our worry and our anxiety can grow. It just grows and grows. It knows no limit. Especially when we're trying to outrun it, we cannot outrun it. You cannot continue to push it down with distraction. You will end up needing more and more distraction. And so, this is the perfect place to entertain meditation, quiet time prayer time, or simply just being time. And what I mean by that is just by consciously allowing yourself time and space to let the dust settle. I've probably said this a thousand times, you will forgive me if I'm saying it another time, but it is like having a snow globe that with the glitter in it. And our life is just constantly shaking that snow globe up. And all I'm talking about with meditation, quiet time, prayer time, or being time, is taking that snow globe and setting it on a shelf for five to 10 minutes and allowing the glitter to settle so you can see in your mind what is there without all of the distractions. Now, of course, at first, things are going to bubble up. You're not going to like it. It's going to be very uncomfortable. It's okay. You can get through that. It's just thoughts and you're just feeling uncomfortable. That's one of the things we talk about a lot here is being okay with discomfort. So just know that that will happen and it's all right. There's nothing wrong with you. So let the glitter settle and let your emotions come into the light of the meditation time. And in that, we are offered an opportunity to see the thoughts as they are passing through. And what can we do when we see them clearly and consciously? We cannot attach to them. We can let them go. In our busy life, this is hard for us. And so we are stuck, you know, we're stuck with our imagination making us feel so nervous and worrying and having more building it up bigger, right? But when we are sitting quietly, staring out the window, letting the glitter settle, we're safe. We're okay. We can look at what arises and make a conscious, clear thought to not attach to it. We may not like what we saw, but we can just shine the light of awareness on it and let it be there. It's okay. It'll either pass through or it'll drop to the background or another thought will replace it. Believe me, there are plenty of thoughts in there to come marching through. Let them be. Let them be. Even if they're ugly, it's okay. Let them be there. They come up and we can look at them with curiosity and a neutral position That's all. We don't want to judge them. We're just neutral. And then we can let them go. Just see them. That's all. And the more you can do this, the less they're going to irritate you. And the less irritated you are, the less stress you are sending out to your body and your whole system of cortisol and adrenaline, all those hormones. And the less you're sending all that out, the less afraid your mind is going to be because it's a constant feedback loop. Your mind is talking to your body and your body is talking to your mind. It goes round and round. So let them come up and look at them with curiosity in a neutral position. No judgment here. And then just let them pass through, let them be there, let it fall to the background, let it be replaced, but don't grab onto it. You don't need to do anything with it. You don't need to figure it out. You don't need to change it. Just let it be. It's like floating. Just let it be there. It is the resistance of looking at these thoughts. It is the keeping these kinds of thoughts in the dark. It is pushing them down with worry that keeps them alive and requiring so much of our energy says what is so exhausting. So let them come, let them go and let your imagination do what it does, knowing that you get to decide which part of your imagination you will hold on to and which part of it you will just let float by. So many of our thoughts are created from our physical stress. And so much of our physical stress is created from our mental distress. So when we can interrupt this any place, we are better off for it. So I'm asking you to interrupt it by having some quiet time where you can actually see what's going on in there and let your imagination stop feeding your anxiety. And now for today's quote. Don't believe every worried thought you have. Worried thoughts are notoriously inaccurate. And that's from Renee Jane. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.